0: lord i'm gonna make somebody mad when i say this life is not what you see on social media it's real it's raw and it's uncut just like my podcast so if you're ready sit down grab your pen paper shoot, maybe even a glass of wine and prepare as we gaze through the haze with your host jordan alexis everybody, welcome to another episode of Gazing Through the Haze podcast with your favorite black girl podcaster, Jordan Alexis. So I'm so glad that you guys love episode one. I read all the comments, all the DMs, just all the messages and it really did warm my heart to know that I said something that really stuck with you guys and I hope that that's the case for this episode and all the ones to come. So this episode we are talking about standards, honey. Yes standards and this episode is definitely going to gag the girls i was gagged even planning it out i was gagged recording this like y'all have no idea how long this took to record because i'm like jordan you gonna get on here and tell somebody about their standards like okay but i have done the work i've done a lot of self-reflecting and i do feel like i am knowledgeable enough to get on here and talk about it so we're going to work through this together. You're going to give me some information. I'm going to give you some information. We're both going to level up our standards. And in 2024, we're going to take off and get everything we deserve and more. So I kind of want to pose a question. And this is a question I had to ask myself. One, do you have standards? And two, are your standards high? Or do you think that they're high? And when I say high standards, I'm not meaning just because somebody buys you a purse, or maybe somebody takes you out on a nice little dinner date at Ruth Chris, or, you know, I'm not talking about standards and materialistic values. I know social media got you thinking that if you don't drop 10 bands on you in the first two minutes of talking, that means you don't have no standards. But I'm here to give you the real standards goes beyond materialistic values do they play a part? Absolutely. I mean, what girl doesn't like nice things? More importantly, what girl doesn't like nice things that she doesn't have to buy herself? But in this instance, I'm talking about just overall, how do you allow people to treat you? Do you allow them to walk all over you? Do you allow them to take advantage of you? Do they allow you to just exert more energy into them? Like, do they want you to put them first? Or do they want you to put yourself first? Do you put them first? Or do you put yourself first? Now, if you're anything like me, sad to say, but I have a little bit of a savior complex. And I always come across people where I feel like I need to save them. I need to be like, they're, Woman in shining armor, and you know, just all types of crazy stuff, and it really does make me think, Jordan, you must ain't got no standards, honey. And the reason I say I must not have any standards is because when you have high standards, you are always going to be at the top of your list, you are going to be your number one priority. And sometimes, when you have a savior complex, or even if you don't but you have low standards you will put everybody and their mama above you. And sometimes you will make people who aren't good enough for you, good enough for you. And the reason might be different. Maybe, you know, you wanna try to show people that they can depend on you. Maybe you wish somebody showed you the same amount of empathy growing up as that you show to other people. Or maybe you're scared to be alone. Maybe you're worried about what people think. Like there's just so many outside influencers to the reasons why your standards just might not be up to par. I'm going to give you a great example. Have you ever seen a woman? She is successful. She is driven. She is educated. I'm talking about she got her own house, her own car. She make her own money. I mean, she is just like a boss chick. Then you turn to the right and you see this little raggedy man living, mooching off her Then all of a sudden, it's like she is just so starstruck over him. And I know that y'all thinking maybe about some different celebrities. You might be thinking about some family members. You might be thinking about your homegirl. Girl, you might even be thinking about yourself. I'm sorry I had to say I told you on my podcast we're keeping it realer than real so if you're not ready for that then press pause on whatever app you're listening to this on and go lay up with Mr. Raggedy but for those who want to stick it out with a real one we're about to really get into some tea. So back to what I was saying that is just one example of how that woman looks like she has everything going for herself but she doesn't have a partner that reflects even half of the woman that she is and when you have high standards whoever is in your life whether it's on a romantic level or a platonic level business-wise just all around they are going to be a reflection of you at the end of the day standards tell you about the life a person is willing to live and standards also teach somebody how to treat you let me say it again for those who do not hear me. I can turn the mic up. Just leave me a comment and let me know. Standards teach people how to treat you. If you are somebody that has low standards, people are going to feel comfortable taking advantage of you. They're going to take advantage of your time, your energy, your money, your kindness. Just take advantage of your entire life. If you have low standards, people will feel okay disrespecting you. They will feel okay walking over you. They will feel okay just using you in any point. Some people will use you because they see the potential you have and they want that. Now clock that T. Now I'm all about giving a little definition, a little context. So the Google definition of standards, it says your standards are your personal set of norms of acceptables and unacceptables. So for example, if you are somebody that is like one of my standards is to not disrespect me, not lie to me, not, you know, take advantage of me, don't steal from me, all types of things like those, why would you align yourself with somebody who feels okay lying to you? Why would you align yourself with somebody who feels okay taking from you? Why would you align yourself with somebody who feels comfortable stealing from you? Now, first of all, you shouldn't be with no no thief in the first place. Now, come on. I shouldn't have to say that, but I know... People like they partners of all different types of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They like people in all different types of business adventures, you know, whether that's the legal route or the illegal route. I don't judge. I've been through it all, but you should not definitely not be with anybody who feels okay stealing from you. That's just, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So in order to meet and match with somebody who matches your standards, you have to first figure out what are my standards? Do I even have any standards? What are standards that I thought that I have that maybe I need to brush up on or I need to improve? Or what are standards that I need to add into my little toolkit? The way I look at standards is really as a toolbox. All of my standards prevent me from getting into situations that will leave me drained, that will leave me feeling unappreciated, that will leave me feeling depressed, sad, that will, you know, take away from my journey. You know, all of those are things that we want to avoid. And unfortunately, we cannot avoid them if we don't even honor our own standards. So you have to raise your standards by really taking the time to think and reflect of what do I want my life to look like? What do I want the people in my life to look like? What do I want, you know, how do I want them to perceive me? How do I want them to treat me? How am I going to demand that people treat me as far as it matches to my standards. And this is not an easy thing to do because just like I spoke about previously, when you have a savior complex, your standards sometimes take a back burner because you feel obligated to help somebody. But let me tell you something. What I have learned is that you are not obligated to help anybody when you are putting your own mental at risk. When you are allowing yourself to be disrespected, to be walked over, to be used, you know, any type of situation, that is not worth helping someone else. We are all adults. We are all grown. We all make our own decisions. We all have a conscience, and you know, one thing I genuinely do hate is that when people treat us wrong we are so quick to give them the benefit of the doubt maybe they didn't mean it maybe they really want to do better maybe this is that and the third but at the end of the day you have to turn around and ask yourself if i was doing some of that same stuff how much slack would i be cut how much grace would be given to me i'm going to give you guys a great example this is a personal example i remember i was in this friendship early college And at that point, I wasn't dating anybody. I had just came out of a really, really serious, like, year-and-a-half-long relationship, and I befriended this girl. And so, looking at her, it made me want to raise my standards. You have to have positive role models for what you want your life to look like. She was a little bit older than me at the time, and... The thing is about me is I always click better with girls that are older than me versus women my age because I always am looking to elevate. I want to be around people that will help me elevate. And sometimes when you got a homegirl that's on the same kind of maturity level as you, the same age level as you, it's literally the blind leading the blind. I'm sorry, I'm not calling out anybody's friendships because everybody's friendships looks differently, but that whole delusional as my twin mm we putting a stop to that. So going back to this girl, I just saw how she carried herself. I just saw how she commanded respect. I saw her in her relationship. She was not scared to move on at the drop of a dime. Like, to be honest, homegirl kind of reminded me of Lori Harvey. I feel like Lori Harvey is one of the perfect persons or the perfect person to look at when it comes to standards because she is always just moving on at the drop of a dime. You will see her with one man, you'll be like, oh my God, like he must be really good to her. Then next thing you know, Two months later, she posted what well, somebody completely new. And you can always tell that no matter what relationship she is in, she is constantly elevating herself, but also her partners are matching the woman that she is becoming as she's growing up. And I feel like that is what we all need to do. We all need to have those positive representations of women, especially black women, that we can look at and we can be like, you know what? I need to get on my Zoom, I need to log in, and I need to stay logged in for as long as it takes so that I can start living the life that I admire somebody else that is living that life. The thing is, is that we are always in the point, we are always in space to elevate. It's just, are you going to take that opportunity or are you going to stick within your comfort zone? And so through my relationship with or through my friendship with that girl, she really taught me, like, Jordan, you are not as hard on as your standards as you might think that you are. And when she told me that, I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, I got standards. I got the Girl, just defensive and, and naive as hell. Excuse my language, but just naive as hell. And she was like, no, you don't have standards she was like well maybe you have them but they're just not as strong as you think they are and so when I started to talk to her and I kind of to really had to get out of my ego and listen to what she was saying I had to realize that yeah she right Jordan you uh uh-huh, yeah you really don't have standards and For me, that was such a reality check, but that was still not a lesson that I had learned for myself. It's one thing to have somebody tell you what you need to work on, and it's another thing for you to go through the experience and you just decide, this is not what I want to keep on going through. So I definitely want to take a moment and speak to my black girls that are listening to my podcast, because I feel like unless you grew up with like a really good, strong representation of how your standards should be, we have been conditioned by society to automatically settle for less. And this is what I mean. Growing up, you can see your family members, just like the example I gave earlier. You can have a family member that is so successful, so educated, so this, so that, and they are in a relationship, and then they completely dim their light in order to bring attention to their partner. Or even if she isn't, you know, the most educated, or she doesn't have, you know, the best salary job or anything like that, she is able to take care of herself and pull her own way, and then she ends up getting with a man who cannot do half of what she does. And then, next thing you know, they're they're together all these years, and the only thing she has to show for it is some babies. She's not married. You know, they don't live together in a house that they both bought or an apartment that they're both going in on. Now, I'm personally not going to get into the whole 50-50 debate. You do what's best for your relationship. I'm just talking about how society has conditioned us and you know what honestly i am gonna talk about it because i do feel like that is another way that society has conditioned black women to settle for less because i've never and i've been on the internet a long time and i am a daily tiktoker i be on tiktok all day long and i have so many different races Of videos that I see on TikTok. I personally have never saw a white woman get on a podcast, get on an interview, get on any type of app and be like, oh, yeah, well, my man told me when he met me, we had to go 50-50. That's how we going to stay together. I personally never seen that. White women are conditioned to look for men that are well off. And a perfect example of this is for my nursing majors. Please let me know how many, and this is nursing majors that go to like a PWI, tell me how many white girls at your cohort got married as soon as they graduated, or maybe even before. I have a nursing friend, and she went to a PWI, she said almost half her cohort, before they even graduated, they come into class, they go into clinicals with rings on their fingers, and their husbands are a part of IT, their engineering, their finance, they their just all types of stuff, but here it is for us, you see a black woman get on social media, and she's like, you know, I prefer a man to take care of most of the bills, or I prefer a partner, because this is gender neutral, but I prefer a partner that takes care of the bills, and does this, and does that, when I tell you, you will see so many black men in her comments, well, this is why y'all single, you raggedy, girl, talking about the folks looks like is so much conditioning that black girls see and black women see in order to condition ourselves to think that we are not worthy to have high standards. And I'm going to take the time to speak about movies specifically. Now, I am a Medea fan through and through. My close friends will tell you I will binge watch Medea all day long. But now that I am older, I see that the way Tyler Perry kind of glorifies the suffering of black women a black woman, I'm sorry, is sickening. It is truly sickening. I mean, you had, um, let me think, what's what's the girl's name? You had Judith, had a good man, but the man wasn't making the type of money that she wanted. The man didn't appreciate her. She wanted big, she had big aspirations, she had big goals for herself, so she met somebody else, right? Now, was it wrong for her to cheat? Absolutely. But to end up with, with the man giving her AIDS, like, talk about a jump in the plot or you had Helen devoted housewife stayed at home didn't work was with Charles he's this multimillionaire businessman and guess what he kicks her out of the apartment and he brings his side chick who and I don't know if anybody peeped this but at the beginning of the movie the side chick is sitting at the table right behind him when Charles is giving his speech to Helen about how he loves her as a wife hmm child anyways so i'm bringing up all these examples just to kind of show how black women specifically have been taught since little girls that it's not okay for us to have high standards when we do have high standards we have to face backlash from the community from randoms from the internet you know for things that other races they don't receive the same backlash for and that's a whole different conversation in itself but i'm going to wrap back around to my point Black women, it is okay to have standards. You do not have to be the ride or die chick. You do not have to be Miss Hold Him Down. You do not have to be, I'm going to give him chance after chance after chance. I love my Mr. Wrong. Mm -mm. You do not have to be that person. So I hope that you have taken the time throughout all of these examples that I've given you to think about your own standards and how to raise them. But I am going to give you some concrete ways that hopefully after this, you take them away and you start to implement them in your day-to-day lives. For number one, we are going to build on our self-confidence and our self-respect. That is going to be the first way that you will be able to raise your standards because when you only want the best for yourself, you will be able to see when somebody is trying to breadcrumb you or when somebody is trying to give you less than what you deserve. So that is step number one in how we are going to raise our standards. And what I mean by breadcrumbing, because I know this is a term that gets talked about a little bit, but I feel like people really don't explain it. When somebody is breadcrumbing you, is it is a tactic that is used by manipulators to keep you where they want you to be at. So, When you get ready to leave and you're fed up and you're like, you know what, this person doesn't respect me, this person is this, this person is that, then all of this stuff that you have been begging for and pleading for, which you should not have to do because if we're raising our standards, we're leaving the first time. That something like this goes on but in the breadcrumbing instance all the things that you have been asking them for they will slowly start to give to you and you will start thinking like oh my gosh like me threatening to leave and being serious that really changed this person like they're really going to take the relationship seriously, they're going to give me what I asked for um no they're not they're going to continue to do that just until you fall back into that pattern and then all those actions are going to stop they're going to go back to that same person that they have always been okay so we don't want to be breadcrumbed anymore we do not want to continue to give chance after chance after chance anymore to people that do not deserve it because we are raising our standards and we will be able to look and realize and really get candid with people in our lives and be like hey what you're offering me is not good enough and that's absolutely okay you're not for me but that doesn't mean that you're not for somebody else you have to send people return back to sender maybe the sender is they mama maybe the sender is they home girls maybe the sender is they baby mama maybe the sender is they homeboys. return them back it is okay to look at people and realize that where they're at does not match where one where you are at or two where you want to go So tip number one is to build our self-confidence and raise our self-respect. Tip number two is be comfortable saying no. And when you say no, make your no a period and not a question mark. When you start to become more comfortable saying no, all you are doing is showing that what you used to put up with, you're not doing that anymore. What you used to tolerate, you are not doing that anymore. You want to open yourself up to receive the same type of love, the same type of dedication, the same type of energy, the same type of care that you spend so much time giving to other people. And when you are put in places or you're put in situations where you see that that is not going to be reciprocated, then you need to say no, you need to pack your bags, and you need to go, honey. You got to go somewhere. Like, you have to do something quickly to switch up your reality, to switch up your life so that you do not fall back into those same patterns with those same people. Sometimes you will be faced with different people, but they will all have common denominators between the two. And you have to be wise enough to know that what I used to tolerate, I'm not going to do that anymore. I want to become a better person. And ultimately, the only person that will make you stand on your standards is you. The only person that will teach people how to treat you is you. The only person that will be hurt and sick and upset if you double back and you do not learn the lessons that are placed in front of you is you because at the end of the day everybody that comes into your life will come to take something whether it is a good take where they replenish after they take or it's a bad take where they just take and they use what they have taken from you to further elevate themselves but when you are comfortable saying no then you will feel more comfortable knowing that what somebody is trying to give you or even trying to take for you, you will be able to know whether it is good or whether it is bad. And once you notice that it is bad, then you need to get out of there. Like I said, pack it up, wrap it up quick because there is nothing that is going to be good that starts off as bad. Okay, you cannot make somebody respect you by showing how loyal you are to them. You cannot make somebody want to be with you after they have shown you that that is not what they want. You cannot make somebody give you what you deserve if you have already shown them you are okay settling for less. So say no. If somebody tries to give you what you know that you're not worth, say no. And this applies for every single aspect of your life. So, tip number two is to say no. The last tip that I have is to really spend time figuring out who you are alone. You cannot figure out who you are if you are always in a relationship. Because whether you want to admit it or not, you spend more time focusing on your partner when you have low standards than you do focusing on yourself. When you have low confidence, when you have low self-respect, when you're always trying to heal somebody, when you're always trying to bring them up to your level you are always going to prioritize somebody else and their needs versus what you want. So you need to have a time period in your life where it is literally just you and whoever you worship. Now, I worship God, so in this time period of my life right now, it is literally only me and Him. I have never prayed so hard in my life. I have never spent so much time reading the Bible. I have never spent so much time journaling and really trying to figure out who I am as a young adult because I have made the conscious decision that the Jordan I was last year, I don't want to continue to be that Jordan. The not having high standards, the letting people run over me, the always feeling the need to be there and help people and guide them and do all that type of stuff. I don't want to continue that path. But if I was always in relationship, in relationship, I never took that time to figure out who I was and the strength that I possess on my own. I know that alone is when I work best. Yes, do I work good in teams? Kind of. But do I work better alone? Absolutely so. And so you have to take that and, that learning and apply that to every single portion of your life it is okay to be alone stop feeling like you always have to have somebody and just because you're not in a relationship of you are still a person that hops from person to person whether just in a sexual way or you always feel the need to talk to somebody like situationships and stuff like that you are never going to have the time to elevate and grow because you're truly never alone you're always going to be putting the energy into somebody else or something else whether And 9 times out of 10, it's all toxic, to be honest. So I encourage all of my ladies to have a season of solitude. And just look how much you will grow. Look how much your standards will grow. Look how much you will elevate yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. Because if you anything like me, I like to spend money. And it's 10 times worse when I have a partner because I always want to buy them stuff. But I got to get out of that. So (laughs) what I'm telling you is that be okay being uncomfortable, but while you're uncomfortable, you need to learn how to get comfortable with yourself. That is the only way you are going to truly know what you deserve. You are going to have to date yourself. You're going to have to prioritize yourself. You're going to have to show the utmost care and admiration for yourself all of those things that you have been so busy trying to prove and trying to show and trying to give to other people, turn around and give it back to yourself. You have to replenish yourself at the end of the day. You have to replenish your soul, your mind, your body, your spirit, and you have to fill it with things that are worthy of the person that you are or the person that you are trying to be. So spend your season of singleness. Spend your season of solitude. Just do what you need to do. And I promise you, you will reap the rewards. You will reap the benefits. And you will start to see that the way that you carry yourself will be different. Your aura will be different. You will walk different. You will talk different. You will act different. You will think different. Your overall life will just evolve and expand in a way that if you didn't have those standards, if you didn't have those boundaries, if you didn't have that self-respect, you were never going to see that happen. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you for tuning in to episode two. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Gazing Through the Haze Podcast. Connect with us on Apple Music. Connect with us on Spotify. Make sure to share it with a friend, a loved one. Put it in those group chats and definitely promote on social media. And as always, I am your hostess with the mostest, Jordan Alexis. And that's a wrap for episode two.